Welcome to the Holsey B. Mark radio station. Listen, share, follow. Be part of the journey. Listen to things from cryptozoology, UFO, comedy, music, interviews, Freddy the Free Car Show, and much, much more. Enjoy the show. The Biddeford Witches of North Devon The town of Biddeford in North Devon has an unusual claim. It's the home of the last woman to be convicted of witchcraft in England. This is the story of Tempress Lloyd Mary Trimbles and Savannah Edwards, who came to the Callows in a tragic one that serves as a dark reminder of England's once superstitious past. It was in the late 17th century the witch-hunting craze had died down in England. Most trials after restoration in 1660 ended in acquittal, but the trial of Biddeford witches was exceptional because it ended with execution. It's also remarkable that a condemned woman came from relatively sophisticated provincial town, where most witch-hunters hunts occur in isolated rural villages. The story of the trial was preserved in the Book of Biddeford, written in 1792 by a local historian called John Watkins. Watkins believed that women, women were victims of hatred and ignorance, writing, there's always some poor devil, evil account, or a lucky vintage, some t- temper, or wretched property, set up as an ter- object of terror, universally hated. Certain that most of the evidence of condemned women insisted on malicious rumour and hearsay began on Saturday in July 1682 when a Thomas Churchman, a local shopkeeper, told a town council he suspected Tempest Lloyd of using witchcraft to cause an illness on a local woman. Grace Thomas Lloyd was arrested and charged with suspicion of using magical arts upon the body of Grace Thomas, who communicated with the devil in the shape of a black man. To add to the list of excavations, one Anna Whiteley, Whiteley reported that she had been seen a magpie fly to Grace Thompson's bedroom window. Lloyd had told her that she was sometimes visited by a bird that changed the likeness of a black man. Eastward, each church added some extra spice for claiming that he heard Lloyd confess that a black man had persuaded her to go to Thomas, Grace Thomas's house a pinch and prick her. Joyce claimed that on the night of the 1st of June she had suffered, sticking and pricking pains as though pins and awls had been thrust into her body from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet so she lay through had been on the pot of lack, rack. She claimed also to have suffered similar attack on the thirtieth of June, and afterwards saw to see a cat wander into Eastwood's church shop. A cat, she suggested, was another manifestation of the devil. Lloyd obviously denied she had was using any magic to harm anyone, but fell in confusion as Grace Thomas claimed to have marks on nine print bricks on her knee, and Lloyd admitted having a print in a pace of leather, nine times. Two more women, Grace Barnes and Doris Coleman, 
proclaimed to have suffered tormenting blame for Lloyd's witchcraft. Eventually, she admitted to all charges. She admitted to causing deaths of three citizens of Bedford and blinding another in one eye. Two more women, Bedford women, came. Mary Trimbles and Susanna Edwards were denounced by their neighbours. They were noticed by the company of Lloyd and the three begging for food in Bitterford. Arrested and incarcerated with Lloyd and crowds gathered to stare at the three suspects as they languished in a town lock-up. Lloyd was sent to Exeter Jail in 8th of July 1682 joined by Trembles and Edwards on the 19th. They awaited trial for over a month until justices arrived at Exeter. By now, the city was seized and curiosity about the witches and streets rang tales of supernatural powers. All kinds of miracles were attributed to them. Public hysteria was a fever and pitch. Roger North, Barbara and Lloyd North, one of the judges, drew to preside over the trial, feared that the city country people would have committed some disorder if they they were acquitted. The trial that took place on the nineteenth of August was like which not were like all witch trials, not conducted by usual means. Witchcraft considered a crime apart, especially alone was adequate grounds for accusation. Being absent from the scene of the crime was not sufficient alibi pitted for children to act as witnesses. Proof of later conviction consisted of discovery an unnatural mark on suspect's body equation by a fellow witch of evidence given to those who supposedly witnessed a suspect making a pact with the devil. All these were reverent in the trial of beautiful women. For instance, Troisonous Lloyd was accused of having unnatural teats of her body for the devil to suck, but burden of proof was unnecessary, for all three freely admitted their guilt. The presiding judge, Sir Roger Thomas Raymond, Allowed his will to be swayed by the emotional atmosphere of the court, raised no objection to the jury finding suspects guilty on all charges. But no time did the women attempt to deny fanciful charges against them. Instead, they seemed to veer again between weary resignation, terror, and situation, found themselves in a genuine and genuine conviction and were capable of having capable of witchcraft. What can do? Wrote that it was perhaps providing helpers against spite, ignorance, and incredibility. Well, Roger North committed that the great skill to convict themselves the description of suckling devils, a source of eyes, as natural jury could not choose that but between them. Though they were condemned, there was still possibility of a retrieve, but that was quashed when Lord North wrote to the Secretary of State and urged him to that the executions must go ahead. He warned of the risk of popular uprising and make it, it seem the law was denying there were evidence of the witch which might rise to the old practices of illegal witch hunts. So when the state had power to save the innocent women from being put to death, political motives decided otherwise. One sentence of death had been passed when we were sent back to Exegol jail awaiting execution. The deaths took place on the 25th of August, 1682, just outside Exeter, and the women stood on the platform of the gallows, liberated by the clergyman, and for their crimes a reason suddenly returned. 
or deny the scrap charges against them. But it was soon, it was far too late. Before they were granted a request to sing part of the Psalm 40, possibly they chose it for the following appropriate lines for indomitable evils that compressed me against mine irregular disease have taken upon me so so I am able to look and more like more than the hairs of mine head throughout that heart faileth me so as however it was put First to be hanged, followed by Mary Trembles, and Tretz Lloyd hide to the scaffold, who deserved to be apparently unconcerned about impending death. A share of the country asked whether she believed in Jesus Christ, which Lloyd replied simply, Yes, I pray Jesus Christ to pardon all my sins. A plaque commemorating the tragic deaths of British witches can be viewed on the wall of Rick. Rosemount Castle in Exeter, R-O-U-G-E-M-O-N-T.